Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. It's I can't just say JD. my name like a normal person ever. I couldn't just be like, it's JD. Well, that would be boring. You gotta oh. add some character to it. That's the way of introducing people to who you are if they've never tuned in before. And so I, if you just said, oh, Stridey, they'd be like, oh, he sounds like a grumpy asshole. Goodbye. Uh, well, I <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Michelle, but if <laughs> if I have created for anyone the illusion that I am a happening and interesting person, man, I, uh, I got news for you, guys. I am, in fact, just a grumpy old man. <laughs> Get uh, off my lawn. <laughs> I just, uh, I, Michelle, I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I the therapy am, with JD. I am not a fan. Yeah, we're right into the therapy portion, guys. We'll talk about what we're Go here to it. talk about in a minute. But I, yeah. uh, I am not in any way whatsoever a fan of the, uh, uh, popular rock and roll band Godsmack. But I host trivia uh, in bars, you know, bar trivia. Mm -hmm. And I was hosting a game last night. And uh, I, like, like if you're of a certain generation, even if you don't like them, even if you actively dislike them, you are aware of Godsmack, right? You know... You've heard that name. You understand that it's a band of a specific kind of music, right? But we had a question in our game last night about Godsmack. Uh, and there is a table of college kids who have been coming out to the game for a few weeks. And one of them said, I think I've heard of them. And I just about just dropped everything and went home and went to bed and refused to ever get up again. I'm so fucking old, Michelle. I turned 43 <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, and it's been slapping me in the face with things like that over and over and over, and I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> Would you say that it's been God smacking you in the face? I will fucking walk right out of this house, Michelle, and you can do this episode yourself. <laughs> I might... uh I could say that I stand alone on this, but I think that Godsmack isn't too bad. If you're insulting them, they're probably bulletproof uh, from what you've got to say. And they're just like, man, whatever. Keep away. Uh, we are what happens when legends rise and stop crying like a bitch. <laughs> I just Googled the top Godsmack songs. So this podcast Love, hate, is called pain. We Watch Shudder, guys, <laughs> and that's what we're here to do. Are you familiar with Shudder? Are you a horror movie fan? If you are and you're not familiar with Shudder, uh, you're doing it wrong. Shudder is a, uh, a streaming content service for horror fans and horror-adjacent projects, all sorts of weird, funky shit, and that's what we're here to talk about today. They put out new uh, uh, movies, original releases, uh, exclusive releases, uh, and we got one of those to talk about today. Uh, what are we talking about, Michelle? Did I successfully get away from that obscene reference making you were well, doing? Now you're bringing us back to it. So we are talking about Godsmack. But after that, at this point, we will start talking about Elevator Game. The yeah. latest movie, Shudder Original, to drop on, well, Shudder. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Ow, I just... 
punched myself in the teeth with my microphone. Oh, it's going to be a oh, rough Oh, you gobsmacked yourself show. again? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Great Michelle, I love you, but fuck <laughs> you very done. much. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm so sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep Googling titles and just oh. work them in. <laughs> please <laughs> you don't. You won't even know. Please let me. I'm very please, clever. Please let me off the <laughs> okay. hook, Michelle. Okay, fine. Uh, um, okay, so I am going to read the IMDb description of this movie, and then we can do the ratings. Yeah, <laughs> elevator game. That's the uh, that's yeah. what we're talking about. It is. So we are going to do the IMDb description because the Shutter One gives away so much. So we are not going to read that one. Um, and then we'll give you some spoiler-free thoughts, and then you will have an opportunity to go watch the movie if you have not already, and you feel so compelled based on what we had to tell you. And then... We're going to get into it, and I'm just going to give you a heads up. This one might be a long episode. I wrote a lot of notes. So, the IMDb description. Supernatural horror based on the eponymous online phenomenon. A ritual conducted in an elevator in which players attempt to travel to another dimension using a set of rules that can be found online. Elevator game. JD, I've been waiting like 36 hours to hear your thoughts on this movie would you please give me your thoughts and your rating because i have been dying do you want do you want all my thoughts or do you want a specific type of thoughts michelle oh i guess i'll take the spoiler free ones but i am very excited to get into the spoiler section here's my spoiler free thoughts uh people always say that if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all one skull (laughs) one skull from jd i am really disappointed to hear that um for a couple of reasons uh we're gonna get really heavy into it in the spoiler section oh i'm glad you've got shit to say because i really don't michelle i I have a lot to say i am so happy that this movie exists probably for the wrong reasons and i was really hoping you would give it a five because then we could debate because i have a lot of very strong thoughts about it we're going with a two from me Okay, Michelle, I need to stop uh-huh. you right there before we even get into the spoiler section. You and I have both seen this film. You and <laughs> I know what kind of films each other typically enjoys and doesn't enjoy. And you thought there was a possibility I might have enjoyed this experience? You've been wrong in the past. Wow. Anyway, guys, if you want to go watch, if you want to see the movie before we talk about it in depth and get all spoilery about uh, about this production, uh, you are going to want to pause the episode. Make sure you come back. Make sure you you come and, and listen to our opinions. Uh, I'm sure they the felt val- very compelled to go watch this movie after yeah. hearing us talk We need about the it. validation. I don't know, man. They uh, Sometimes people are like, oh, what could possibly be that bad? Uh, yep, uh, looking at you, Jenna. I know what you do. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hit the pause button right now. All right, uh, Michelle, we're in the uh, yeah. we're in the big stretch here. Uh, as <sighs> usual, we start with uh, a summary. A summer. I don't, a, yeah. su- a, a summary. A summary. A summary. I Would keep like trying to, to say like summarization. Yeah, please tell people <laughs> what happens in this movie so I don't have to. Yeah, so I had some high hopes for this one, and it did have some ups and downs. Um, 
at some Fuck point, you, I, was, Michelle. I was thinking Fuck we can only you. go up from here. I, but uh, God damn it. let me <laughs> let me level with you. I was along for the ride, um, and it did lift my spirits until it all came crashing down. <laughs> this is what happens when you delay the show for a day. I thought of that before I went to bed last night, and those were the notes I oh, wrote while I have so, sleep. So a guy has uh, a really terrible day because he <laughs> has all sorts of. Uh, fucked up sinus shit going on because Canada is on fire and uh, uh, and has a bad headache and asks you if we could delay the episode one day and your response is to say yes and then punish him with shitty dad jokes, Michelle? I don't I don't know if, A, it would be you a are, punishment instead of a reward. You are and not a nice person. Shitty dad jokes? What, what dads are as clever as that? That was good. Oh, no. You, All of that is man. from my head. Mm, well, fair enough. Anyway, anyway, I will tell them the actual story now. Uh, there Please are some do. teenagers who are graduating from high school, and apparently they've had a YouTube channel for a long time in which they play spooky games, but yet they have no idea how to make episodes, and they're very confused about life, and they should not be in this business at all. They go and they try the elevator game. As you would expect, uh, it works, kind of, and then they all die eventually at the end. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. Okay. I I have a lot to say. You said you don't have much. Can I just get into it? Please, Michelle. Uh, in fact, awesome. Uh, I am just going to let you go until you specifically oh, tell me uh, that it's my turn to talk again. Oh, sweet. Unless, okay. of course, so, you say something ridiculous oh. and I have to interrupt you like an incredibly rude person to point out <laughs> the ridiculous thing you've said. But please, go ahead. I have no other puns written down, so if there is anything else, it is improvised, and I can't help what comes out of my face hole sometimes, so if there's uh, anything else that is a terrible pun, um, I'm sorry in advance, but okay, so our friend Savannah and I love the movie Moonfall, and now we compare all ridiculous movies to Moonfall, and we call it the Moonfall of blank, and this is the Moonfall of elevator movies. Um, it is so ridiculous. I do miss stylized opening credits. So I was really excited when there was like cool cinematography of elevators going up and down while music played. And I was like, wow, I love learning about how elevators work. That's pretty cool. I didn't know it was going to be educational. Um, but then I, I don't want to pick on these people. I want to be very nice, but they are very confused and I don't know how they have ran their supposed business for so long. Here's where I can tell you some of the issues are with their business model. And this just drove me so crazy. And it's only some of the, the plot holes. Um, they just hit us with a lot of plot holes originally. And then I could never get past it. Um, they cannot pay their bills. Where is this nice office space coming from? Uh, who gave it to you? It turns out the one guy put down two months of uh, rent from his college savings. So they've only been there two months, but yet it is completely decorated. If they can't afford bills, maybe they could, I don't know, sell the coffin shaped bookcase. That's probably worth a little bit of money. Like, no wonder they cannot pay their bills when they are spending their money on this entire office space. Drove me crazy. And then Izzy. I'm pretty sure that's her name. I am going to confirm. Izzy should not be a part of this team. Um... They did one of my absolutely favorite things that happens in movies. And that is when a team of people in a movie 
try to make a movie or in this case, a TV show, but clearly do not know how to make a TV or a, uh, a TV show or a movie. And she's in charge of this. And when she said, I need at least a week to edit it, I went, why? And then I found out, oh, I know why, because she has no idea what she's doing. So she has three cameras. One of them she decides to put in the elevator and then two other people are holding them. Uh, the, the other two. So total of three. Um, one of them stays outside the elevator in the lobby with one of the cameras. So they did not utilize that at all. The other guy is in the elevator with the second handheld camera pointing it at the ceiling for 90% of these conversations. So also he's very bad at his job and he should not be doing this. And no wonder that they cannot retain any sponsors. And then we find out that Izzy has made the foolish decision to live stream this so that she cannot capture the footage and they have to do it again. Why on earth? would you make that decision and then she just keeps going we'll fix it in post while she's like adding graphics to things why are you doing it in the moment no wonder it takes you forever to edit because none of this is necessary and it drove me absolutely crazy and that's not even getting into the actual story that man who shows up as a volunteer is not a high school kid and it made me very uncomfortable if he's actually like 18 in real life I will be amazed um, but I felt like that was a Riverdale situation uh, and then they give away a huge shut or they gave away a huge twist in the shutter description by saying that this guy came on board and was looking for his sister so thanks shutter uh, it looks like they have now changed this um, to be a very long paragraph. But when I went to click it, um, the first time it did say something about a guy is searching for his sister. And that's given away 40 minutes in. So thank you. Appreciate that. Um, halfway through this movie, it somehow turns it around and does become a decent standard horror. Nothing surprising. JD just made a face, but he's got to wait a second. I promise I will keep it quick. Um, it just cannot turn it around because I was so just like I know I'm nitpicking on these people but if you saw the actual plot and movie that I did you would know the other plot holes I'm just telling you what I could not stop focusing on um the one guy also just has a bluetooth for no reason 24 7 who is he talking to I'm very confused um but yeah the second half does turn around I really like the red world I am disappointed that they did not just go to the red world and spend time in the red world I thought that was cool I like a good crickety crackety breaking her backity lady uh and there is one of those and then there's the Kevin guy who gets his head turned around like in the one saw movie and I like that I really like a good break you know not just a break dance like or a breakdown I'm no one to have those I do like somebody just getting broken I guess um so all of that like it it got to be just fine, but it is so ridiculous for an hour. And also nothing happens except these people having mini drama between themselves and not knowing how to make a show. And it feels like they added all of these unnecessary pieces just to draw out uh, the beginning instead of giving us anything of substance. And that's why it drove me crazy. Um, I did like when the arm went through the throat because that was 
the moonfall of elevator kills. Um, so yeah, I really, really enjoyed watching the first half of this. Unfortunately, I did not enjoy it for the reasons that they probably would have liked me to. And then the second half, they just, they couldn't save it. I thought it was like, no, okay, this is fine. But like if they had done the whole movie in the red world. It could have been something that was a really cool environment that they used for five minutes. And then they went back to the goddamn elevator. So ruined opportunity. Um, I'm so sorry. The end. JD, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, I think something that I, I, I think encapsulates a lot of the things you're talking about that didn't work for you on this. Like, for example, uh, the the terrible decisions made by the Izzy character and and all these other things. Izzy um, drove me nuts. Nuts. I, I think. Look where this. Where a movie usually goes this wrong for me is right at its core, and this is just a really... I, and you guys know how much I go out of my way to not say these kind of things, but I just don't know how to talk about it any other way. This is not a well-written movie. Uh, stuff just happens. There's not a lot of explanation for anything. There's also not a single original idea at play here whatsoever. This is a conglomeration of tropes if you've ever seen one. Uh, there's so much James Wan here. There's even a little bit, I feel, of like some Mike Flanagan here. Maybe I'm going a step too far on that, but I don't know. The like the Red Room uh, versus the Red World. Uh, you've got the Bent Neck Lady versus the Fifth Floor Lady. That's kind of a rhythmic thing. I understand there's not a lot of other similarities, but I don't know, man. This just there's nothing about the story or the characters here that interested me or sparked my curiosity in any way at all because we've seen all of this so many times before on top of that just as a matter of personal taste you know me i'm usually not a ghost movie kind of person right um I, they do eventually get to some exposition here like about who this uh, this uh, fifth floor lady is and that sort of thing. Here's a simple part of this that uh, that drove me nuts. Uh, at least in movies like this, like a movie like uh, like The Ring or something. Like there's the whole seven days bit, and we ultimately find out that the seven days uh, is uh, a reference to how long uh, a certain thing took place. If you've never seen that movie, I've probably already said too much, but uh, um, this. Like, the, the whole sequence in the elevator never, like, there's no significance to it at all. It's just, and as it turns out, the only significance to it is that happens to be the order of floors from an actual real-world uh, uh, internet uh, creepypasta game thing. Uh, it's the, you know, that's the order of the floors in, in that. But why? It, it's just a thing. There, it, there's not... There's not enough story where it needs it. There's too much unnecessary stuff where it doesn't need it. Um, I thought this movie was filled with unfortunate overacting, especially uh, from the guy who plays Chris. Uh, I just, I, I, I couldn't tell if they were trying to be a genuine scary horror movie or if they were trying to be a parody of that sort of thing. There are jokes attempted here. I recognize that jokes were happening, but I didn't laugh at a single thing in this movie. There's just nothing about it 
whatsoever that connected with me in any way, except for, uh, as you mentioned, uh, some of the special effects and, and, and the kills. When that guy gets that lady's fist through his throat and splatters blood all over the girl, that was fucking fantastic. I also am a, what did you call it, Michelle? A clickety clackety breakety backety lady? Yeah. I, clickety clackety breakety backety. Yeah, uh, that we've talked already several times how that like that crazy bone crunch and stuff that you know that's kind of my flavor. I dig that sort of thing. Uh, so you know, I uh, was especially interesting about this to me as I was looking into who made this movie. Uh, and uh, did you yes. happen to see this? Is the same people? Yes, I'm who so made frustrated. Last year's uh, glorious. Which, uh, Which I, I don't loved. remember exactly my reaction to, but I, I'm certain it was positive. Uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, Glorious is a movie. Uh, first of all, I thought the writing was great because, like, the first half hour of the movie ultimately is one drawn out build to this big punchline moment, and it's fabulous. Uh, and this, I don't know, this just did nothing for me at all. Uh, but, you know, that's it's going to be how it goes sometimes. You know, sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Uh, but, yeah, this just didn't work for me at all. Yep. Nope. I uh, did not know that it was the director and writer who maybe spouses because they have the same last name. Yes, maybe it's they the brother-sister thing. I did not look. No, okay, they're spouses. Married. Cool. Um, I did not know that until after I watched the movie and I was like, man, you guys, I loved Glorious. I gave it a 4.25. I did have to go back and look. And honestly, it probably could have been higher. I really enjoy that movie. When I think about what I enjoyed that Shudder made, that is very high on the list. I liked Glorious a lot. I thought it was funny. Um, This movie, Elevator Game, um, if they had gone further and made it deliberately campy instead of something that we are laughing at in a negative way, I think it could have been fine if this had just leaned further into it. But it is pretty clear it is not meant to be campy and that's unfortunate Um, right they tried to include some comedy but it's not meant to be the overall vibe of the film yeah and i've said it before i am probably more disappointed than any of the creators of movies would be when i don't like something because i just want to like everything i'm a, a rainbows and sparkles kind of person and when i have to go Man, you guys, I did not enjoy this. That's really unfortunate. Um, Especially when they made other good stuff. I know that they're capable of it. I watched Glorious, and that was a one-set drama for part of it with comedic moments. And they managed to have one man keep you entertained for the entire movie with only small glimpses at other stuff. So I know that they're capable of it. This just did not work. But that because I know who they are, if they make more stuff, I'm going to keep my hopes up. I know what they got in them. This just didn't work. It was well produced. Look at how cool that office is. But then it becomes a huge plot hole because how did they afford the office? Michelle, what are you talking about? How did you how did they afford the office? The whole opening office scene is them talking about issues with their sponsor. Oh, I know. They have a single sponsor. Yeah. And they and that guy apparently did not get paid by the sponsor because he took the money out of his savings. I think they just got a sponsor, unless you're being ironic um, in that, you know, that that one sponsor is not paying the bills. How did they fir- they have a fucking coffin shaped bookcase? Right. Do you know? How expensive that thing probably was. These people do not look like they have any woodworking skills. 
I would be very surprised. Also, they are having money problems. Fucking Izzy. Again, Izzy drove me nuts. Forgets one of only three cameras in the elevator. You do not have a lot of equipment, ma'am. Uh, this is your primary like thing that you do. Uh, your character trait is cameras. Um, meanwhile, Chloe's character trait is I like researching things. And that was not necessary because then she just spends a half hour on this guy's dead girl's uh, or dead sister's memorial page smiling fondly. That was very strange. I also like researching things because I Google them. It was just weird that she, she was like, I know a lot about elevators. <laughs> I was like, okay, Chloe. If she came up to me at a party, I would probably be like, cool, and try to leave very quickly. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, cool, fun, Chloe. Anyway. <sighs> yeah. Well, and here's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, one of the big things to me about, maybe you can answer this for me, because like, uh, at the beginning, because I'm still trying to figure out the mechanics of this whole thing. At the beginning in that scene, when they're first talking about the elevator game, don't doesn't somebody specifically say that you can play the elevator game in any building with an elevator that has at least 10 floors? Yes. But then it just so happens that the building yep. that they go to to play the game in is the building where the lady got killed that created the elevator game in the first place? Yep. Okay, I just I also, I'm, I'm, I happen to have the IMDb page up here uh, on my screen, and uh, the, the trailer is playing uh, in front of me, and there's this big thing right at the beginning of the trailer where they talk about how it's like the most talked about urban legend right now on TikTok. They never mention that in the movie at all. That seems like the kind of thing that you would want to drive home as much as possible. I don't know, man. This is just... It all starts with the writing, and the writing was not there, and it was just never going to go anywhere from there. I have so many things about it that were so frustrating, and I'm just going to stop. I was very frustrated, and that's why I just honed in on Izzy and hated her. Because this is your single job, and everything that you do, every single thing that was written for you to do to show how good you are at your job makes you look so much worse at your job. I think that's why it drove me crazy, because I'm like, are they trying to show that she truly does not know what she's doing? Because every single thing she does just further proves she has no idea what she's doing. And I'm like, why? Why is this going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it was a it's, movie. It's all. Yeah, it's a thing. It's 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 really like every one of these people is a is a trope and an archetype. And uh, you mentioned that you're absolutely convinced that uh uh, that the brother who, what's his name, Ryan, I think, uh, that he was definitely not yes. actually uh, 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 high teens, maybe early 20s. He's 25. I, I don't think any of these people. <laughs> uh, like oh, this is This is very much your classic Hollywood 25 playing 17 kind of situation here. I think um, that's the thing, too. If they had actually been young and I'd been like, oh, these are very young actors and actresses if they had been like junior high and this exact same script i'd be like you know what it's okay that you're or, kind of incompetent uh, uh, <laughs> or the uh, or in the other direction right like make them college seniors who started this thing in their freshman year 
you know, rather than uh, somebody who started this in the middle of high school and now they've just got out of high school. So many things that could have been very easily fixed here. It's just what it feels like is that this movie was written in about four days and they just went with it. You know what movie did do that and successfully? The Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. Give the opportunity <laughs> to see that movie. Absolutely see that movie because it's it fun. is very good and it was exactly that. And see if they had Lost Skeleton of Cadaver this and made it deliberately campy, it would have been fine. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, Jesus. Well, Anyway, guys, that's uh, that's Elevator Game. We don't need to belabor the point here any further. Uh, we do want to go and take a look at some, you know, because every movie's got its uh, its fans and its detractors. Uh, did you find any in particular interesting positive reviews about this film, Michelle, that you wanted to share? Uh <laughs> I did find one that says I'm looking forward to the sequel Escalator Game, which did make me laugh. <laughs> um, there was one of these that was like a four or a five, but I, oh, uh, I like this one. It is a five skull. And they said really liked in caps lock and quotations, really liked the movie, especially the ending when it leaves you in shock. But like the fact that they put liked in quotations feels like oh, they're making fun one, yeah. of it and i think that's very funny uh there's also one here this is a five skull review from spooky scott it says the fifth floor woman is cool as heck i'm gonna grab me a six-pack of zima and head to an elevator for a little red world and chill <laughs> <laughs> see the red world truly I thought was so cool and that's why I went wow they're kind of turning it around and then Maddie uh, when he starts panicking is actually a very funny character that deliberate comedy worked for me and it goes into like the he is freaking out he's like the shaggy from the Scooby-Doo gang of this situation <laughs> like you've encountered so many supernatural <laughs> things and you are freaking out right now um, so like those two things really worked for me and I liked the origin story I thought the fact that she was crushed by an elevator is a very scary concept and the fact that the x in the sky is what she saw before she died on the right. bottom of the elevator all of those elements in the second half so cool i needed way way more of that to make up for the rest of the movie yeah it it, it uh it, it does feel maybe even like they uh, they were just too trying too hard to shoehorn this in on that popular tiktok trend uh one other one i want to share here this is on uh from lady mina or mina this is a four out of five it says best creepypasta adaptation yet about time this was actually pretty good not awful like most movies they have been giving us lately so there's somebody uh, and there have been several creepypasta movies uh, lately in fact Screambox just recently put out an anthology called creepypasta uh, that's got several shorts uh, in there Michelle do you have uh, a personal favorite creepypasta movie creepypasta movie um, I don't know if it, it okay not a movie in general anything related to slender man freaks me out so there are movies about it but more uh the short films that people have done on youtube oh my god i can't handle a slender man and there's some good stuff uh marvel tournaments i was a huge fan 10 15 years ago god i'm so old um but the marvel hornet stuff uh was more of a saga told from youtube and man that got under my skin uh what's your favorite creepy pasta 
Uh, I honestly don't like. I'm a little too old for the creepy pasta movement in general, so I'm honestly not even sure what all I have seen uh, that even qualifies uh, as a creepy pasta movie. It's something that I would have to mm. look into a little bit further. In fact, as I speak, I'm scanning through a list that I found here, uh, and I gotta be honest with you, I. Don't know that I've ever seen any of the movies on this list. Uh, we just have like a creepypasta a- coming out soon that I'm very excited about. Uh, there is a creepypasta, something Agent Orange or Sleep Experiment okay. Orange or something like that. And it is uh, a bunch of scientists who give these guys drugs to keep them awake and see what happens. And it gets fucked and we have a movie coming out about soon and i know there's no way that it is going to live up to the actual original creepypasta but uh-huh. man that shory stuff it got under my skin too i love me a good creepypasta i, think, I love uh, me all kinds of pasta just give me carbs if they're spooky <laughs> it's yes i love it uh, i think probably the closest thing to uh, a creepypasta film uh, that I've seen that I really, really enjoy uh, would be something that I keep coming back to called We're All Going to the World's Fair. Uh, I know that, I, as far as I understand, that's not based on an actual thing that was out there in the world previously, but is very much inspired by that idea uh, of, of a creepypasta situation uh, and, and what that leads into. So I don't know. I, cause I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking through yet another list here and I don't know that I've seen any of these. Uh, I know there's at least one that you've seen because you told me about it and then I don't remember the name. So you've seen one, <laughs> but I have also forgotten it. So I don't, told don't worry, you about one. it. Yes, oh, I know. Weird. That's, That's why I remember happens. it so clearly. Fair um, enough. But it was there was definitely one. What was it about, I don't Michelle? What was it about? Uh, it was a little girl who saw something online and became obsessed with it, it and then yeah, it spread. It's a, a, yeah. a Hulu movie. Yes. Uh, what? Oh, so yeah. man. Now I got to find hu- out what hoovie. this is. A Hulu movie. Uh, I got a Hulu. I got to know, because I remember enjoying this. It came out in October yep. a couple of years ago. Last Grim year. Cuddy. That's what it's called. Yep. Grim Cuddy. Yeah. Grim Cuddy. And I don't think Grim Cuddy is actually a creepypasta, right. but it does a very good job of bringing to life that right. creepypasta same, concept. Same idea as we're all going to the World's Fair, not based on an actual thing, but uh, sort of inspired by that idea. Which is probably better, because creepypasta, if they're trying to tell a story of something that actually happened... We know what's coming. Uh, if they're making something up for a movie, like I kind of wish that in Elevator Game that they didn't do it exactly like the internet says that it has to be played. This could have been a cool reimagining of something, but right. the fact that they did exactly, although they still did not do it exactly, so then the slight deviations to it drove me a little bit nuts. Um, because I was like, why did you go so close? But oh, then so do far tell, away. Michelle. Educate us on the elevator. Man, we're getting into the deeps here. I didn't expect the episode <sighs> to take this turn. Tell me about no, the specifics and, and errors in the uh, in the elevator <laughs> game. There is um, just, oh God. So the, the woman getting on the elevator is correct. I'm trying to remember because I thought it, 
I had just read the Elevator game steps before I Welcome watched the movie to, to remind podcast, myself. Welcome to our podcast, We Talk Creepypasta with Michelle. <laughs> uh, there's a whole thing about when you get off. Oh, uh, when you get oh, off the oh, elevator. Hang on. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's <laughs> getting off? I don't know. Here's. Here's what it was. Here's what drove me crazy. The elevator game specifically says once you get to this le- this floor, electronics will not work. And somehow they were surprised that their electronics did not work and that they could not <laughs> live feed the camera back to the base. Because I was like, that is specifically a step. So, of course, your that electronics. Like and a, they were all so surprised by that. Yeah, that seems like a Chloe fuck up there. She's the researcher. Yeah, exactly. And then they Maddie's need, and so supposed like, they also know a Maddie fuck up because he's supposed to understand the mechanics of all this shit. And is he demanding that they live stream? Like maybe the live stream wouldn't have worked, but like you should have been prepared to do like actual recording on your device. What are you doing? So that was a big, big issue for me because oh, I, yeah. they were so close to making it identical to how the actual elevator game was. And then they went, oh, well, we don't like this one line. So we're just going to skip it. I'm like... That's a pretty important one uh, for all of your people to be very surprised about. For sure. They know all the steps except that one. That It, it was How that kind of thing. How convenient. Of just like the little things. <laughs> yeah. There's something else about like when you get off the elevator, you may hear some sound, but like don't go towards it. Oh, they, you know, yeah. Well, and yeah. the thing that I read about it does mention what happens in that uh, that opening scene. Uh, where they, uh, you might hear a woman's voice ask you things like, where are you going? And that, of course, yep. is what we see. And then she turns around and screams and whatever. I feel like it, we could they ever keep turn going and, and finding various examples of things that frustrated the shit look? out of us about this movie. But I don't know. What do you feel like point? we've Do you feel like we've flogged this horse dead at this point? I just got to know, J.D. Huh? If you were on an elevator playing the elevator game, would you ever look at the woman? No. Would you ever be like, hmm, gotta get a little it, peasy, yeah, even if you have a camera so it, you can watch that back later? Here's what I have to tell you. Um, based on those rules, if I was the kind of person who believed in this sort of thing, or if we lived in a world where this sort of thing was potentially real, uh, it wouldn't even be hard. My eyes wouldn't even come... You could scream suddenly in my face you could jab me in the back with a cattle prod my eyes aren't going fucking anywhere are you kidding me hell no not even remotely tempted i have a massive fear of elevators and this made me less afraid of elevators this horror movie made me feel a little more emboldened to ride them. <laughs> <laughs> where i'm like oh i just got to deal with a creepy lady on the fifth floor i used to work on the fifth floor and we had an elevator that broke down every single day uh and so i had to take the stairs and i am not exactly an athletic person but uh going up and down the stairs to and from the fifth floor maybe i was the fifth floor lady the moaning they heard was just me trying to catch my breath once i got up to the top of the stairs so that I could get to my office. Okay. The end. The end. Thanks for enjoying my story. <laughs> I thought that was going to be more exciting in my head. I feel like that's the story of my life though where I'm like, man, they're going to really like this story and then I talk and I realize I didn't even like that story. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what do we got okay. coming up next well, week? Is it the Frankenstein movie? Uh, Hello. Next week we have got VHS. Eight. Oh no, we've got the Ingrid Black Girl and Her Monster. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which I, yep, I'm told is sort one. of a sort of a Frankenstein kind of vibe. VHS eighty five isn't until October, Michelle. You need I know, to get it I know. together. I looked at the wrong. I'm get so it sorry. together, Michelle. Uh, anyway, obviously yes. don't have it together. That's uh, that's what we're coming to uh, next week. Don't forget. We will be dropping new episodes every single day in October. Once again, we'll be focusing on horror shorts this time around. Uh, and we will give you a heads up just before we get to October if you want to be able to ca- check out those shorts uh, and, and uh, be caught up so that you can uh, join the conversation on the episodes. We're not really doing a spoiler-free section for these. They're, uh, because they're such short films... These are pretty much just going to be spoilery all the way through, so we'll give you some homework to do. Uh, anything else that you need to allow, Michelle? Mm, I just got to say that I'm really excited for the short episodes because we have recorded six of them so far in the span of a single night, and then we did not record any others yet. But I really like our short episodes. I think they're going to be really fun. Yeah. People enjoy them, and they watch the shows with us because I have really, really... Enjoy I also getting to see some of the stuff on our list. I also uh, am the kind of person who sort of enjoys seeing uh, what it eventually gets to when we're two and a half hours and six episodes deep into a recording <laughs> session at two thirty in the morning. Uh, things can get a little yeah. fun, you know. So anyway, yeah, guys, just a little fun. Yeah, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, we're gonna let the, that pre-record guy with all the information take you out. Michelle, say good night. Yeah. I did it wrong. Say good night, Michelle. (laughs) Good night, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.